Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to an all-new Big Little Lies After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're recapping Season 1, Episode 3, titled Living the Dream. We love this episode and have a lot to say, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, hey, guys. We need our champagne. Yeah, sing along like they did. Sure. Just uh, hit me Actually, out. I don't know the words. So. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I was banking on you guys knowing no, these no. Well, you guys just sway back and forth that's, like yeah. Chloe does. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in to another Big Little Lies After Show here at After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. Let's start on this side of the table because we are oh, wow. joined by these amazing ladies. Yes. Hey guys, I'm Jesse Zayner. You can find me all over social media at Athletic. And my name is Raquel Harris. You can find me on all social media as well at Raquel Harris TV. Awesome. And I'm Ryan Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan with two Instagram and on Instagram at Instagram. And that's spelled like the Teddy Graham. I leave him for the last just because he's like our token man and we love him. Yes. And we're that's so, the best. so happy he's on the panel. Bringing yes. a little testosterone. To yeah. Because yeah. we, we need it, especially with the men this episode. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> uh, they showed their testesterone. Oh, it, it, oh, man. It was too much. It was <laughs> yeah. too much. Guys are weird. We're weird. We're weird creatures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I almost go out and say it. We're you know, a little hashtag pervish, just a little yeah. bit. I oh. Like, oh, I did get that vibe too. I hope yeah. we're talking about the same thing because yeah, no, I got are. the same thing. I was like, this seems a little, a little weird. Little okay, well, I'm not really sure what you're talking about yet, but I'm uh, <laughs> Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, SamD43, and uh, we have the live chat rolling yes. right now. So, guys, just chat. That's we up. love your comments throughout the week. It's a lot of fun. Yes. So overall, I think you guys thought this episode, there like things started to happen. Right? Yeah. right. Absolutely. This was a very like very fun to watch, but also very depressing to watch episode. I mean, it's always kind of like, oh, this is so much, like just to carry emotionally, but at the same time, it was very, very like fun, like packed, packed full right. of a lot right. of things happening. Yes. So definitely yeah, full of up. action. Yeah. Right. Or, or whatever computer is it? One of our computers playing. I, I think. know something's something, something is playing. There we go. We got yeah. it. Oh, geez. it's okay. Sorry, though. We got here. It. We have to keep the party lit all the time. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't even know what that was. Yeah, so, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. Well, you know, again, it's really fun to watch you guys watch the show because I'm just biting my tongue and keeping quiet. <laughs> yeah. Because I do think, like, first of all, David E. Kelly, who's like adapted the show for television, mm-hmm. you know, writing it, is one of my favorite writers and producers on TV, but he said he's keeping it very close to what the book was, and I am seeing a lot of smaller differences, mm-hmm. which one this episode I'll talk about, which I think is very impactful to the interpretation versus book and TV, 
But all in all, I'm just watching you guys. And I'm like, so what do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, tell me. And, right. I'm, and I'm like, tell me. If I'm yeah, right. no, please. I, I, like, you are. You are the, the one right that's direction. like, no, tell me. I know. I hate that. Like, I'm that person that's like, no, 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 don't no, no, no. Don't tell me anything. Like, with with books, with movies, TV shows, no. Frank Ocean. Leave. Yeah. Okay, we are talking about Frank Ocean. And I was like, no, 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 don't, no. Don't, don't do don't it. Don't tell me. Yes. But, like, I guess knowing that it is sticking closely to the book, it makes sense now. Because the pacing of the show, for me, is a big slow, mm-hmm. but knowing that they are trying to stick to the book, I'm like, okay, I can understand why it feels that way, because books tend to take a lot more time right. to, like, get to the meat, and I'm like, okay, and this is, like, I think, like, by this point, we have to be, what, chapter, like, seven, eight? You know, I'm trying I, to think, I was actually <laughs> thinking the same thing, too, because a lot of stuff does happen this episode where the ball does start rolling, and mm-hmm. we're only gonna have seven, it's essentially a mini-series. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, so we're only having seven episodes, so we're almost halfway through. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, what the book is, which is crazy. I want to start tonight just talking about Madeline and her family Mm -hmm. and Abigail. This entire situation. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh, I think we're on different sides of that. I'm upset with Abigail. I am. I am. I I don't like the fact that you're trying to leave, or you are leaving the home. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm upset. I am, because I just feel like, that's your mom. And you already know that she has these issues. Like, you know that she struggles with this. And I'm not saying to stay for her own sanity. Of course... But you're you're so young, and you don't really know what you want at this point in time. And I feel like you you see Bonnie as this like oh this hip and trendy person, and mm-hmm. that's cool. But your mom at the end of the day knows what is right for you, and she may she may seem like she's, you know, like abrasive or just aggressive. But at the same time, she's been there from you from jump to start. And I and I get upset with Gordon is the husband or the ex husband, right? Nathan. I know Gordon. Nathan, I'm sorry, yes, Nathan, not, Nathan, not Gordon. Gordon's Nathan. another husband, right? Yeah, Nathan, and you don't even know. Oh. Like, oh, he was a big D-bag, and I feel like they are not yes. going to have enough time to, to explore it, it, so I'm kind of just going to say he really abandoned them. That's, mm. And that's why, and I can kind of, I feel that, that impression from him, so it's like, girl, get go back home. Go At back home. At the same home. time, though, it's like, you're the mom, and she's not like... I don't know how she, how old is she? She's not 18. No. She? 16. So it's she's like, 16. That's what I'm thinking, At like some 16. point, like stand up and be a parent and be like tough shit like you're staying here yes. like I'm your mother I've been with you all this time and while I agree yeah. I agree that they're that like um, it's like a, an angsty teenage thing at the same time I feel like I like the way Madeline handled it because I feel like she was like when Nathan came up to her and was like are you okay with it and it's almost I feel like he asked that question because he had a little win and it was like he was trying to rub it in her face mm-hmm. yeah. that's the vibe I got from yes. when he was talking to her yes. and I love that she was like you know I guess I have to be and mm-hmm. like I just love that she took a situation that was like kind of like really devastating and kind of was like you know what alright I'm gonna let you make this decision and I feel like that will bring her and her daughter closer together because I feel like a lot of things she does pushes her daughter away do you guys not remember being and maybe it was just me I'll admit I was a teenage like little bird yeah I was so I'm like I remember like being terrible to my mom and like I can look back now and go oh I I see all of the things that you did and it made me appreciate her more so I feel like this is one of those moments where Madeline is saying you know what fine, I have to let you go, you will see. Right. And I, I think that kids always see things in the end. Like, like your parents can only tell you so much, but like when we grow up and we see it and we experience it, we then are like, oh, I get it. And I think right. this is one of those moments where she's going to go live with Bonnie and Nathan, and then she's going to be like, this <laughs> well, is not what I want. And I, I do agree you. with yeah. you. I think that she this may bring her closer to Madeline. Because they've mm-hmm. already said, like, you know, she, Madeline said to her, can we, like, schedule a girl time, like, where we can mm-hmm. hang out? And so maybe it will work. But I still, at some point, I feel like you're still the parent. So just, like, 
Put your yeah. foot down and be like... And it sucks because you kind of battle between, like, the mother and the father, like, which one is more important or which one has, like, the, right. the higher say-so. Yeah, so. for sure. But at the same time, like, I know if I was Madeline, I'd be like, nope, sorry. You're right. just gonna oh, wow, really? You're just going to have to suck it up. Beginning. Exactly. I'd be like, well... Okay. Well, yeah. you know, okay, so I grew up in a family that we got... They got divorced mm-hmm. young, and then I had a stepmom when I was, like, 10... And she was kind of the cool mom for a minute. Right. And my mom was devastated. Do you know what I mean? That's hurtful. It was. And, like, I remember how hurt she was. And I I was way younger than Abigail was. And I couldn't ever imagine doing that to her. Knowing, like, you know, my dad was at fault for their divorce, which Nathan was at fault for the divorce. And he has this new younger wife. And even though she was cool and everything, I mean, I would never do that to my mom. Does Abby know? I mean, she does, because Nathan, uh, just saying, in the book, was not a part of her life for the first few okay. years of her life. So. Right. And maybe, but maybe there's that to it, too. There's that draw of, like... Because I'm sure... You want that relationship. You want, yeah, she didn't yeah. have that. So it's like, I also, like I think that that... Bonnie it does appear to be very cool. Like, I mean, like, she seems she like... Does. And she's younger in age, so, like, they have that kind of a connection. And mm-hmm. then there's also that, like, I want my dad's attention. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's those two things pulling her toward... And I'm not saying that Madeline has doesn't have um, a right to be upset, which I feel like she is upset, but she's handling, handling it well. Um, Definitely. But I feel like I don't... I feel like if I was in her shoes, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, all right, dude... You will see, and yeah. I will send her off. Like, I mean, and at that age, you do you you act out in different ways. And I can say, I mean, we all can relate to teenage our angst, crazy, yeah, yeah. our crazy <laughs> teenage years, and for sure. But because my parents were hard on me and said no, and taught me to be able to restrain myself, I now, like you said, you get older and you're like, okay, I now understand why that happened, and right, then I right. feel like. I agree with you where it's like, no, put your foot down and say, I'm sorry, girl, you're going to have to stay here. You're going to have to deal with it because in the, in the real world, you can't get everything that you want right away. That's just not no, how it I works. I totally agree. So, no. Mm-hmm. At the home. same time, if I was Madeline, I might be like, you know what? You're annoying me. Just get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. She was like ruining her life. And she did skull. have a nice line, Bye. you know, well, at least I don't need to continue to make those vegan, vegan. meals. <laughs> <laughs> no. True. True. Also, did anyone feel like it was weird when uh, Madeline went into the, council, the counselor's office and they were talking about it did it feel like she was almost making it up I will point that out when mm. when um, Abby was in there and the way she was talking it felt very much like this seems like an excuse like oh, yeah. you quickly needed to come up with a reason why this is happening and you're covering up what really is going on right. and so part of me is like how true is this whole oh, you're stressing me out at home, and what else are you doing? Because I also remember being a teenager, right. and I, I also remember lying about things. So I'm just kind of curious to see where that no, goes. No, I like, totally agree with you, because I think it's just the typical, like, you're a teenager, you hate your mom, or right. whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. And your dad's always, like, super laid back. I mean, that's what how it was in my yeah. family. Yeah. So, and maybe she thinks she can get away with things if she goes live with her dad mm-hmm. that she couldn't get away with if she's with her mom. I don't know, but I did feel like that was very, like, staged. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- let's, uh, let's talk about the two kids' birthday parties. Oh. I want to make sure we get to that. Which is just, like, such a new funny narrative, I think. (laughs) Because, I mean, this crap happens, and it's ridiculous. (laughs) And, you know, so Renata and Amabella, they're throwing Amabella's birthday parties. Mm. They didn't get invited. We knew that a while ago. And so, you know, uh, Madeline decides to do a whole Disney on Ice thing. And takes at the same day, and then they have a really funny so phone petty. conversation. What about that phone conversation between oh Madeline God. and Renata? It's just so petty. Yeah, like, it is. It's and, very high school and very passive aggressive. Like oh. it was just so. I was I was just <laughs> waiting for Gretchen Reiner's to like be on the. Yeah. Line I know. Like, yeah. Oh my God. It, it, oh. 
I'm telling you, she is the, like Madeline is the Regina George of, yeah, of all is. of it. She oh. really is. No, I think she's nice. She knows she's nice. No, I used to, I'm on her side. Like I don't yeah. know that they want me to be on her side, but like I am on her side for sure. But like Renata was really trying there. She's like, I will, I will take everybody VIP tour to like right. Disney. You can go behind <laughs> the scenes of Frozen, like all this ridiculous exactly. stuff. And it's like at that point, Madeline had won, and she could have taken her win yeah. and right. said, "Okay, let yes, you're right. I'm glad that you did that. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. be good to go." But no, Madeline had to continue to be petty <laughs> and goes, "No, oh, it's just not going to work." And it's just so because uh, you have to overstep back. it. You have yeah. to be the one, you have to be the one that's like, "Nope, I got the last." What it just sucks because oh, yeah. you can even hear a dog. And I, I feel bad for not remembering. <laughs> Chloe. Is it Chloe? Okay, Chloe was in the background, like, "Oh no, can we still go?" Like she oh, wanted to go, and I it's know. like at this point, you're not even thinking about your children. Yeah. You know, you just want to win. You're just like, being selfish. Yeah. yeah. You it, just want to win. And that's, I hate that too, that type of parenting where it's like, oh, I'm going to use my kids to spite someone. That's, right. Uh, it's just, and, it, and it's weird because even though Jane's the younger person, she's not even in all of that. She's no. not even like doing any of that. She's just like, look, I don't, I have my own devils that I need yeah. to deal with. I don't have time for that. Right, right. So right. And it's weird because they're the ones that are like the, the veterans in there. And so they're like, they're the ones that are actually the being ones that are petty. So I, I guess it's, I don't know. I, cause I, I agree with you when you said that you like Jane. Cause I, I relate to Jane a lot too. She's just very vibey and she just kind of sits back and chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm more of a Madeline. Are you? Like oh Madeline. my God. Jane. <laughs> yeah, Madeline and Jane. Yeah. I love my girls. Yeah. I, I will say with the specific storyline though with Madeline and the birthday parties, I was like, she should have stopped. You yeah, know, yeah. she yes. was wrong. Yeah. She was in the wrong. This is about kids right. and it's not about you. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where I said, okay, you know, this isn't in, in the book it was the same too. But she does end up kind of redeeming herself in this way and that. But it was kind of sad, especially to see the kids kind of be affected by the mother's pettiness. Yeah. Yeah. It's just horrible because I do feel like petty stuff does happen with women like this. And it's really hard to see and just, like, watch in front of me. Because I'm like, I hope this doesn't happen to my life. (laughs) But, like, even, like, later in the episode when Renata talks about, like, being spontaneous and, like, being fun... And like I'm like oh my god like I'm like watching what's gonna happen in my oh, life in years to come. Renata. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> but like it's really scary. Like I'm like watching the show and like the husbands are like trying to like calm their wives aside from Perry, and it's just like okay. it's just like oh my god, this is so depressing. It yeah. is. It is. Very, but you know what though? I feel like they're in a community where like nothing else is going on. Yeah. yeah. Like, so there's no what else? What <laughs> else? Yeah. Is true. So we have, not the drama. we have to like yeah, let's make the drama because right. there I is no drama. So. Yeah. It's and, like why doesn't anybody just watch? TV show. And then they, I feel like at that, like, I feel like having um, a level of affluence also separates you from rea- reality in the sense that you don't have to worry about, like, some day to day struggles that a lot of people have to worry about. Like, yes. oh, I need to make sure my bills are covered, or like other stressors. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't have those stressors, you still have that need yes. to, like, yeah. not, or not necessarily need, but that instinctual, like, something needs to be wrong. Right. Yeah. I think we, are, we have become so wired in society to be like, worrying about something right. and so when you take away like um, primary needs like shelter food and stuff like that and those aren't worries for you you then become then you worried to, about silly exactly. things well and actually somebody says that about I think Celeste somebody says like she was beautiful she was smart she was mm-hmm. madly in love something had, had to be, be wrong. wrong it's like yeah. why can't people just be themselves why do we have to 
think something's wrong yeah. with somebody. I mean, there it obviously was, though. Yeah, and it but, actually yeah. <laughs> reminds me of this old school episode of Sex in the City. Sorry, mm-hmm. just had to give a callback yes. to that one. Hey. But, you know, Charlotte, when she's, like, about to get ma- or no, no, she got, she gets pregnant after she gets married to Harry, and she mm-hmm. just, like, says to herself, I'm so happy, I'm so scared that something bad is going to happen to me. And then, like, it does, and <laughs> that always kind of, that's always the story, and I love that the show just literally says it, because we have this really cool narrative of people being interviewed by the detective. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just very, like, it's blatant. Yeah, it's yeah. very out there. Um, since you brought up Renata and Gordon, we got to see a lot more of them get introduced mm-hmm. more to their couple um, yeah. than we had in the past two episodes. Yeah. And he's a hoot to me. He's not... <laughs> I feel like they made his character bigger in this show than they did in the book. In the mm. book, he was just kind of like a filler, like a yes, whatever you say kind of thing. Mm. But he's he's weird. <laughs> he's, he's weird. I almost feel like he doesn't quite fit into like whatever she's a part of, like yeah. her social circle. I feel like t- I don't. Okay, can I just touch on the is in that the, what in you the were office? talking about? Okay, the no, creepy moment. No, no, no. We, I think oh. can we? Do we want to go? Can we? Can I? Can, oh. I, can I talk about the office scene yeah. though? Yeah. What? Like, okay, so they just had sex in the office, and like, like you're at your your place of business, your professional office, and you're having sex that loud. Come on now, control uh, yourself. I feel like once you get to a certain level, you can do whatever. No, you want. No, no, no. I, I'm I sorry, but you can I'm, do whatever you want. I mean, you, it's not that you can do whatever you want. You absolutely can. But why would you do that? Like, why would you oh. even want people in your business? I, I mean, for me. I would have a certain level of professionalism to where I've gotten to that point to where I'm not doing that type of stuff anymore. Like, of course, and on top of that, if you're a boss woman, you can go home or you can take a break and say, okay, I'm going to do this. Now, unless you're trying to, like, create some type of, like, fantasy or something like that, that's just weird. And I wouldn't want my employees or someone that I'm working with to hear me have a personal moment with my husband. Hmm. So, I mean, of course, like, you know, have your sexcapade at work. But at the same time, I just felt like, in what world does that actually happen? I do not know. I've heard, but. I guess I just feel like it doesn't seem that far-fetched to me. Like, I'm like, I totally feel like people would do that. Because they can. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I would, but I'm like, I feel like there are definitely people who have sex in their offices. No, like, having sex in their offices, yes. There. But I, that that loud to where you're banging on the door, someone's obviously next door to you, that's, that's a little weird. And I felt like that was very unlike Renata. Okay. I think so, it's the same kind of case that you are doing it because you can and that there's not going to be any consequences for you, mm. which is kind of just like a crappy, you know, privileged person mm-hmm. type mm. of thing. Yeah. I, yeah. Very distasteful. I was like, oh, okay. No more. <laughs> and I mean, I don't think it's like a white person thing, a black person thing. I think anybody that is has a lot of money... Like they do things like that. Well, no, I mean, I don't. I don't think it's race at all. No, I mean, no, I, but I was thinking that to myself. I was just like, oh, like white people privilege, and I'm like, you know what? No, anybody oh, that has a ton of no, money no, no, no. would like do that. I think wealth can provide privilege as well, and like oh, I think that is sure. what they de- they definitely have like a wealth privilege, and mm-hmm. I think that that is probably where this stems from is their 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 wealth, not necessarily their. Well, and I think, too, I think her being so loud, I feel like she's trying to force people to make them understand. Well, that and just, like, oh, I have a normal life, too. I'm normal. Me and my husband have sex. Like, it's, it's, I feel like she feels like she's so, she can't really relate to the rest of the world. So she's trying to force everyone else to understand, like, I'm normal, too. Like, I can do this. Like, yes, me and my husband have sex. And we're actually super, super loud. It's really, really good. You don't have to ask me questions because you already know what I did. Good. It's like weird. Like it's yeah. just it's very no. very like I don't it was just such a weird. It was not Renata. So when I saw that scene I was like 
Oh, okay. But then you hear her talk later when she's um, on the steps of the court, and she's like, "But you desired me." So I feel like that there is a, a an internal um, need desire for attention. Or, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. well, she says you just want to have sex all the time. Yeah. And he's literally <laughs> in his like a sneakers. And he's like crawling up the stairs, and he's like, "What? Like, no?" no. And I'm like, "You're wearing sneaker with Adidas? Like, I'm just they- <laughs> hey, Adidas are popping now." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly, he's Jesus. a very rich man. He's choosing to wear these, but yeah. he's you know acting as though like, and I do feel for her because that oh god, this is messed up. Like, it was nice of him if he always just wants to have sex with her, and then that one time he wants to woo her. Mm. It's not nice of him, but, like, I could see how she could see the difference. Right, right, right. It's like, I'm just here, we're just having casual sex as if I was no one, as if I was someone else. else, Yeah, yeah. and I feel like that's unfortunate, because I feel like that kind of, or at least I hear that that happens in marriage, where it's like, I'm just here, like, we're just being a partnership in sex. It's not like, it's like, okay, you feel like having sex tonight? Or texting them, you want sex tonight? You know, about, and that's sad. Wednesday? And, like, that's, I, like, I don't want, right. Yeah, and it I makes me sad, sad for the future, I guess. Yeah. Right, because, like, you hear so many bad things about marriage, and honestly, this show is, like, just perpetuating it even more, so I'm just oh, like, I don't yeah. know. It's like, yeah. oh, God, what is, what's life? But, yeah. But can I ask a personal question to all of you guys? Are we in relationships? I'm mm-hmm. not. Yeah. You're not? Yes. Yes, you are. Yep. You two are. So. Are you single as well? Oh, Yeah. Single, single oh. side, yes. The single side, right? Oh, yeah. Right, cup side. Yeah, yeah right. You're right. So you guys are just getting ready, and we're laughing at you. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> no, I will. I cannot. Yeah. I mean, not marriage. No time soon. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. Okay. What? Well, no. I, didn't, I didn't have Oh no. Way. I Wait, won't be we, getting married anytime soon. Can we talk about the moment? Because I think we thought the same thing. Was the moment that was weird that we thought was weird? At least I will say okay. mine was when. Um, Adam Scott, why can I not think of his name in the show? Ed. 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 When Ed was watching Abby take pictures, I okay. felt very weird about okay. that. Is that yes. not what you were no. thinking? No. I okay. definitely it was weird. did think that, but I was like, I just, no, I did, and I don't know why I thought that. Mm-hmm. I just could, I, it's weird. Like, I didn't come from a family where I had a stepdad, mm-hmm. so I don't know what that's like, mm. right, but right. I did feel kind of weird, and then I'm like, no, Ed's a nice guy, like, that's what I but I did feel kind of weird, so... Well, it, I don't know it why. It scared me, but... and I mean, you you know more than we know. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, the because the way storytelling works is that, like, most characters have a character flaw. Ed, to this point, does not have one. Right, and this so show that is moment, dark. And that's what I'm saying. So that moment, I was like, yeah. oh, well, this is alluding hmm. to his character flaw, and that makes me really scared. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no. No, that's no, no, no. what Abby's going through. And no, that's why I can't. Right. I, I don't think that is what's happening, but I will say this. Oh, I know no. that they're keeping no, they're keeping no. no, this wasn't happening in the book. Okay. Like, okay. That that none of that happened in the book, but I know that like what you said is really true. In the book, Ed doesn't really have any flaws except for being well, kind of like being like able to I know. be walked over by. But I was saying most stories it. most no, stories but it's have true. People. I did right. feel and they're so adding high. layers is what they said. So, they were adding mm. layers to the story. So, you know, I I didn't even pick up on that quite honestly. Yeah. I'm just saying that to me, that makes more sense. For Abby to say, I need to get out of this house. Oh, because and, of that. And then, but she's like, I don't want to talk about this. This is not something I'm going to bring up. How can I, what can I use right. as an excuse? Mom's driving me crazy. Good Let me point. get out of this house. I never and I'm saying that, that makes way more sense 
And like for her to be covering that up as opposed to just being mad at her mom, I'm like that right. seems kind of silly. Yeah, but I don't know. And I mean, I would hate for that to be the ca- the, the case for Ed because he yeah. does seem like a nice person. But that's how storytelling works. Well, and I didn't flaws. think of it that deep. I just at the beginning, the way the lighting was, it was like darker and it, mm-hmm. it was quiet in the house, and they were kind of had this like weird interaction. I was like, oh, where is this gonna go? Mm-hmm. And then it stopped. So then I was like, okay, good. There's like he's fine. Like because yeah. I want to believe everybody in this show <laughs> yeah. is good, yeah. but. Well, I don't. I don't think they they are. No, hope not. no, I know that. Oh no, yeah, Well, speaking of, we have this. I mean, the Celeste and Perry of this episode. It was very well Ugh. done. I will it, yeah. say. Yes, it was. They're great actors, but I'm like, their relationship makes me. Sick. It's so. It makes you want to throw up, right? Mm-hmm. You're scared and want to throw up at the same time. Yeah. I like I mean, yeah. I I agree that they they are very very scary, but at the same time, I guess like. At the end part when they were like dancing and he's like I don't know I just feel like he's like in this imaginary world I don't feel like he sees her and I feel like I mean not for all men but I feel like oftentimes men kind of they don't really pay attention to women the same way that they do like a man in the sense of I feel like they just kind of objectify women mm-hmm. they don't really see them as like a soul that actually has the same feelings and and concerns and beliefs and thoughts as men do and I feel like that's how Perry treats Celeste. And like I, I feel like that just it was shown in this in this episode because like when they had they went to the counselor and she's telling him all these different things and then he said he asked her when they're in the kitchen oh what are you thinking about and she's like you know I'm trying to figure out if I'm happy or sad and then and then he just says okay I want to play the song for you and I'm like so <laughs> yeah. she's we just gonna glaze over her feelings <laughs> right and and like and I get it like I know you're trying to create this romantic mood but it's like you're totally missing you're not even hearing me right What's now so and like. I feel like she goes along with it because men know how to get into a woman's mind and to woo them and be like, just don't give up on me. Just like showing up while they're showering with a diamond necklace. Oh my God. That'll do it for me, though. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Well, 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 I'm over it. I love love you. What are we mad about? Let's bring up our vows tomorrow. (laughs) You guys, I have a dirty joke. Um, At least it wasn't a pearl necklace in the shower, okay? (laughs) Wait, like a sexual pearl necklace? I just had to. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about. Yeah. I thought it was a really smart, funny joke. No, no. No, it is funny. Right. Hashtag. I can't. <laughs> but I mean, he might as well have. He just like gave her diamonds in the shower and just banged her. I mean, God. and it's this angry thing. And I, I will say that like in this is the what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode that mm. in the book this has changed a mm. lot and I think it's really interesting. She went to somebody on her own, a therapist. Okay. Oh. Not together in a million years. And he admitted that he basically was violent against her mm-hmm. with this therapist. That never happened in the book, ever. And that whole scene, I it made me feel really bad for <laughs> Celeste because she, A, tried to cover up the fact that he was abusive, more abusive than he is. And then... Like most women do. Yeah, and in that session, he... I mean, I don't even want to say almost. He flipped it on her and made it look like this is your fault. <laughs> like, like most abusers wait do. A minute. Right. Yeah, because exactly. I'm like, how yeah. can you even try to flip this? And I'm like, she's literally, you know your truth. Yeah. Like, I'm like, Perry, you know what happens between you two. And you know what she could be saying on this couch, but she's not. And at the same time, you know that she's protecting you. And then you're going to take this opportunity to flip it on her? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm like, you actually abuse her. You're like, right. I'm like, so I'm like, how can you even, like, try to pretend that Well, this I also fault? don't think that this is, like, realistic of, like, a therapy session with an abuser. Because I don't think an abuser would, like, admit his deepest fear, which is abandonment, which is her leaving him. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to me that he 
went in there and was like, I'm afraid she's going to leave me. Because I just don't think that's what an abuser does. Like, they're right. so manipulative. Um, but I do think that they would do something like turn it, turn it around like that because that's mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah. Um, but I, I just thought that that was kind of out of character of somebody who's, like, abusive like that. So I was kind of confused by it all. And I was like, yeah, I don't don't like make her feel bad and like yeah. yeah so i don't know if that's his intention like i'm gonna make you feel bad and make you think that i think you're gonna leave me so that you're gonna pity me and you're gonna come back and be like oh i need you like yeah dude like he's so psychotic controlling and, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's, I, what, I that's what it is though it's control he just he's, he's manipulating her by buying her different things by flashing different like money and all these and you know just whatever else that she probably likes but i mean his his the way that he acts and his behavior, it's very, very, very evident that he's an abuser, and he's obviously done this before, or he's had, or he's been seen, he's been shown that in his life before. So, I mean, when I saw the, the counselor scene, I was like, well, Celeste, and if anything, okay, take this as a tip that's like, okay, I probably should go, like, right. I shouldn't be in this situation anymore, but I feel like she loves him so much that she overlooks everything oh, that's bad about him. Well, I yeah. actually think one of the viewers um, that's in the chat with us right now said something really smart about Celeste. They think that Celeste might have a really big case of Stockholm Syndrome. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but... And she also, I mean, has two boys that she so loves hard. more than that's true anything in the exactly. world, and they really do look like parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also just thought, though, it, it was a bit unrealistic. I mean, I have no idea. A couples therapists, if mm-hmm. a partner admits to physical violence, like, don't they have to do something? But not if the the victim says they. I mean, I, I think not that, if they're like an adult and they don't say that they're gonna like kill or you're threatening. only yeah only if you are a threat to yourself or others like like okay, so that sounds hard yeah but like, I'm saying like and I think the fact that she was in the room while it was happening and the way he said it made it seem like this is a one-off. Like, it sounded... Because the way he... Like, they were talking about it, it was kind of like, oh, I grabbed her on her, sh- her shoulder really hard, which, A, you grabbed he choked her, her neck. <laughs> like, right. Her shoulder? I'm like, no, you were choking her. Right. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's what I'm saying. The way he described it made it sound less than what it was. And so I think she probably would... You know what I mean? I don't think she, the therapist would be like... Like, you definitely report have to this. report if, you know, somebody's... If he's, like, threatening to kill her, but she's also in the room. <clears throat> so as a therapist, like, if... If my husband comes to and sees his therapist and says, I'm going to kill my wife, then it's the therapist's duty to call the wife and say, your husband's going to kill you and just warn them. Right. And then also you want to 302 them to the hospital, but... Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, your husband's gonna kill you. Yeah, just in case you didn't know. But I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So right. I don't, you knew that is right. kind of a threat to yourself and others, right? Being abusive, no, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she at least wrote something down, like asterisk, FYI. Yeah. Well, and we saw in the preview that it appears that Celeste goes back by herself. Because um, there was like a conversation in the preview where it was like, well, I, it's it's the fact that you're afraid to talk to your husband. I can't remember exactly what the quote was. So maybe that's something that does come from this. Like because he was abusive, she took a note and said, I want you to come back alone and let me know what happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe that is something that we will see later. But Which that scares me too because if he's like an <clears throat> abuser, he's not going to want her to go to the therapist by herself. No. So I'm like scared. Yeah, crazy. He's going to no. want to have control. Yeah. Lastly, I want to talk about Jane and Ziggy Aww. and this family tree situation. I mean, it was really sad. And are you guys thinking at this point Ziggy didn't choke Mamma Bella? Are you like over this, or do you still think it's a possibility? 
I still think it could be a possibility because we did see like a little like aggression when he threw the chair and like slammed his door. But mm-hmm. I still think it's like one of Perry and Celeste's kids. But I don't know. What do you guys think? I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, part of me, part of me feels like this whole Amabella situation is like um, a distraction. Yeah, like I feel like it's what we're supposed to be focusing on because there's something else that we need to be paying attention right. to. Right. Because part Good of me feels point. like this whole child thing is like. I don't know. I feel like if like it, a euphemism. I like, don't know if it's like because a you don't want to say yeah because like, you don't want to say it's been blown out of proportion because it is a serious thing. But, but at, at the, the same, same time, time, it's like yeah. we could have handled this. This is what I'm saying. I'm like, why are we still talking about Emma? But like Emma, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a terrible person. I know. But I'm just saying that yeah. kids like kids roughhouse and like there's a difference between like a kid like maliciously trying to hurt someone well, and, and like hurt and, and yeah and, like, and I feel like if it's that bad I am where, where is the teacher for one that's what I was thinking like, if it's literally that bad why is the teacher not doing something about it or why are they still in the same class together right remove them like, like get them away from yeah, each other yeah that's why I, it's just a lot of like just little circles that just aren't being filled right now yeah. and I'm like I'm like okay so is this the entire premise like are we just fo- like and I feel the same way like are we supposed to focus on this or is there something else, else that's on. just in the background like in our subconscious but I don't know I mean I feel like I for it to be um I don't know I don't know if Ziggy I don't know that's to me that's a weird thing to think about like if it's if it's Perry's child because Ziggy, I mean, I feel like I understand why that Ziggy has that aggression because it's like my I'm I'm asking and begging my mother to tell me who my father is, and she and I don't know why she won't tell me, and that's all he can really kind of sink his his mind into is the fact of I don't know who my dad is. I have this this family tree to put up, but I have no name to put there, and all these other kids are going to have a name, and I'm just going to be sitting there like, okay, well, and then if another kid finds Calls another reason, yeah, yeah, and another, and that's just going to be another reason why Ziggy stands out amongst everyone else, and he's like, look, I'm trying not to get bullied anymore. I'm, this girl's telling me that I choked her. Mom, I need you to step in, like, right now. Like, mm-hmm. And then I feel like it was very symbolic um, when he was going up to bat, because it was like, I think, Jane, you need to go up to bat for your kid. I, I need It's time for you to start... I'm like, I understand, like, and that's why, and at first I wrote down, like, Girl, that's very irresponsible for you to tell your kid that you that he doesn't have a father. But at the same time, it's like, how do you have that conversation with your child to say, no, you know, I actually was, you know, sexually assaulted, and I, you know, you, your father, I literally don't, don't know, know who he is. is. This is what he told me. Right. Like, I don't even know if that's the truth. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel bad for their situation, um, especially Ziggy, because I feel like he's confused. But yeah. I get, but I get it. And it's not his fault. Like right. he's he's a kid, and he is he's innocent in this entire situation. So it sucks because you're punishing him for having this aggression, but you're also not explaining to him why you have mm-hmm. that aggression. So I think that it needs to be explained, especially when a kid starts having questions and getting angry. Right. Like, you got to figure it out. Absolutely. To, and I mean, so what would you do, though? Yeah, I don't have like, you. I don't you just know. lie and make up some other story? I don't know. It's like I've never been in that position. So I don't know. But what was so interesting is that Jane said that Madeline was the first person she's ever yeah. told. Yeah. That was why. I was like, oh, why? Because wow. I feel like you don't... You don't know Madeline that well. Okay, Jane. right. You just met this, and to me, I'm like, you've seen how she interacts with other women, right? So I'm just confused as to why this would be the person you decide. At to the same time, I do feel like she is being a good friend to Jane. Oh, though. for sure. Because like she, she is... comes over to help with these like homework assignments that are just ridiculous. Like, well, and... as if these people don't have enough to worry about. Right. In the in the book, like that was actually a huge thing that she, you know, Jane, I, like really freaks out because she doesn't realize that it's due the mm-hmm. next day. So it's this actual like huge panic attack. 
attack on Jane's part, and mm-hmm. she calls her like crying, mm-hmm. and this whole yeah. thing. And Madeline like gets up from what she's doing, and it's like, oh, and she's in bed, I think, with Ed, and she's just like, oh my gosh, of course I'm gonna come over. I'll bring you cardboard and markers, and yeah. it was so nice. And Madeline's I, such a great person. She is. She, she is. She's, she's yeah. awful at the same time as being the greatest person ever. But right. it's like she has her flaws. But I think she's very well intentioned. She's a very yeah, she is. And Just I th- don't want to get on our bad side. Right. Yeah, right, right. I feel like she's gonna be that that old neighbor that's always nosy. But at the end of the day, like if you get hurt, like playing in the like in the yard, that's she'd be so like, oh, sad because I feel like that's what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? I feel like I like would do anything for anybody, but I feel like I also get pissed off at people, which is why I'm like, I don't want this to be my life. So please save me, people. No. Right. Like I'm relying on you. <laughs> I'm right. the same way. We don't need saving. We just need to learn from television. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, guys, let's get into some predictions for yes. next week. Yes. I love it. I love Do it. Do you have? Also, wait. What is your creepy? It, we already talked about it with um, Abby leaving. That Abigail. Oh, oh that was, I thought that you had was a pervy my moment. moment. Mm. You said. Oh, you're talking about Bonnie. Oh, 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 Bonnie! Oh, yeah, Bonnie dancing and like everybody was staring at oh, her. That was pervy. Oh, yeah, the all guys, the men the just staring at her. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> I just feel like Zoe Kravitz is very attractive, so I don't she think. That's but my, husband, yeah. listen, my husband better not just be standing in a group of men and just and just be like, I'm just gonna look at her. That's no, so that's weird. Like he's like. Like she saw, like she's like, I saw people getting boners, like, erections or something. I was I, like, come on, yeah. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> it was, it was so funny. funny. Um, but if yeah. we don't have any side. predictions, music, <laughs> yeah. do have- I do. Oh, I do so- have one. Well, okay. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got off. I got us off track. Um, but I'll get us back on track with my yes. my prediction. I feel like all signs are for me. Pointing to the fact that Perry is Ziggy's dad, because I Dang, think you stole it. Oh no! no oh no! Fine. I take advantage. No. No. I just feel. I just feel like um, if you think about. So we know that Jane, like she's like. I don't think she is lying to Ziggy when she says she doesn't know the dad, because I think she like legitimately is like. Mm. He told me this, but then he disappeared. And then if you just feel, if you listen to the way Perry travels, he's always gone. Yes. And then the fact that he's so controlling over Celeste, that means that, to me, usually people who are controlling are hiding something. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they're trying to manipulate and control you. It's because they don't, like, they're trying to distract you with this so you mm. don't see what's in their other hand. And so he strikes me as the type of guy who would definitely have affairs. Yes. And I feel like that is the reason that she, um, Jane moved back because I think that it happened in this city. Or, or, but why would she move back though? Because I think she's trying to find him. I think I think oh. that is the ultimate goal for okay. Jane is to actually figure out who Ziggy's dad is, and I think she knows that it, it happened there and that he is from there. Okay. And she uh, Saxby, I think, is the name. Saxton. Saxton. Saxton, Saxton uh, Banks. Banks. That's what it is. Um, he is. That's the name that she got. So, and that is a real person. Um, but I just feel like ultimately that person is going to end up being Perry, and maybe Saxton is like Perry's business partner or something like that. But I feel like he is Ziggy's dad. So before we move to another prediction, if that is the case, next episode we see them like on the computer together. What do you think will happen if she realizes it's Perry? If Celeste is there when she finds out, I don't. That's the thing. She'll is leave. I, 
You think Celeste will leave? I think Celeste will leave. I think, I think she'll deny it. I, pff, you I think like, so? I feel like Celeste is so. I think Celeste is tired. Up. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like Celeste. I'm looking my prediction. for an excuse, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Right, right. Yes, yes. I agree. I feel like my prediction. I feel like Celeste is going to be like, look, I got to go. If that is the case, I don't know if Perry is Ziggy's dad. I feel like I don't know. There's just so many speculations going around with Ziggy, but I do think that Celeste is going to leave, and that was my original, um, my original prediction. So if that is the case, then yeah, I think Celeste is going to grow up and be like, no, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And um, I do think that Abigail is going to be having some hardships with Bonnie. Who do you guys think is the actual person that gets murdered? Perry. I think he's dead. Really? You don't think it's one of the women? No, I definitely think it's a guy. Really? I think it's a woman. Yeah, I think it's a woman, too. I I don't... That's kind of hard to say. I kind of think it might be Celeste. Oh, wow. I think it might be Celeste. I guess to me, I also think that um, the killer is Jane, or at least her gun is going to be used in it. Whoa! But I'm just saying, why would they bring that gun up today? That's yeah, that's that was there's, a weird that's weird. That was so, a, which we didn't turn up a very interesting weird right. moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, when she had that like her weird ocean dream. Scene. Well, yeah. that was also scary. But I mean, the dream thing was weird. Yeah, it when was. someone was breaking into the house, oh, yeah. that, was like, so that was scary. so scary. That's like literally an actual nightmare of mine. So yeah. Sam, what's your prediction? Okay, so I think <laughs> my prediction is that I know everything. Yes. Yeah, that's no, why I asked. Asked. no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so I don't think I know everything. I think things will change, but I think. I think that Madeline is going to kind of be a red herring of sorts because I feel as though they are writing her in to be like, with all the interviews with the detective, oh, Madeline is this, like, right. blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I don't think that's it. I think that with Abigail and Madeline, things will continue, like, Abigail's going to do some weird things and so will Madeline. And the story is deeper than just, you know, her wanting to leave because she didn't feel comfortable in her own home. Um, I think that... Jane is also being very suspicious, and mm-hmm. we're going to uncover a lot of secrets about her. And Celeste and Perry, it's just, it breaks my heart. It's such a, and like I said, uh, Nicole Kidman and Alexander Skarsgård, they're so amazing mm-hmm. at they're those really scenes together. Oh my God, and it's yeah. it still, like, makes you so sad watching yeah. them, even though you know who's right and who is wrong. And, like, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. turned on. Just... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know what you, I know what like, you, because I like that mm. passion, too, but at the like, same time, I'm like, like mm. you can't be, we can't, you yeah. can't just yeah, hit me. You can't be doing You can't hit me in the face. Yeah. But there are moments where he's, like, talking, and I'm like, but I get it. I get how you get wrapped up in him. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just blind. I don't know. He's not... Well, I'm not. You don't think he's attracted? Oh, wow. wow. See, he looks like every other dude in the world. Like, I would never be yeah. able to pick him out. Like, I just couldn't. I would Like, if I, I saw disagree. him at a mall, I'd be like, oh, okay. I, I, I still, mall, like, I'd if you like, put up wow. three pictures off of dudes that look just like him, I wouldn't be able to pick well, him out. Well, I'm just glad there's more um, for me in the world. Right. Since you guys are no, well, like, yeah, 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 Being single makes the lenses different. It's okay. On that note, you guys, thank you all so, so much for tuning in live, chatting, and commenting throughout the week. Let us know your book theories, your theories if you haven't read the book, all of that. One more time, where can we find you all on social media? Hey guys, I'm Jesse Zayner. Thanks for coming by. You can find me on all social media at Athletship. And my name is Raquel Harris again, and you can find me on all social media at Raquel Harris TV. And you can find me on Twitter at Ryan with two Instagram and on Instagram at Instagram. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. Use the hashtag ABTV, what do we say? B L L L. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys scared me. Wait a minute. No, no, I'm 
like fuck BLL, BLL, but BLL. ABTV, BLL, and yeah, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 